Hello, and welcome to Until It's Fixed, a podcast by Optum. This 10-part series takes you inside the healthcare system to understand the challenges and complexities at the industry's core. I'm your host, Susan Denser. In this episode, we'll talk about the urgency facing healthcare providers to change their financial and operating models. The COVID-19 pandemic has highlighted many problems that already existed throughout the healthcare system. Now, many provider organizations of almost all types are under deep financial stress. Demand for much routine healthcare has fallen rapidly. Beds are full of COVID patients and capacity is stretched. Margin pressures could force painful choices throughout the healthcare system. Healthcare's core mission is to care for people. So what must hospitals and health systems do differently to achieve financial sustainability while meeting that mission? What will it take to adapt to broad changes in how they deliver care and grow their organizations in a challenging future? I put those questions to John Simon and Keith Shaw, both senior vice presidents at Optum, and to Tom Kalopoulos, a futurist. My name's John Simon, and I'm a senior vice president in Optum Insight. Optum provides consulting services to healthcare organizations. John leads the provider consulting group, and he says that right now, many of his clients are struggling. If you take a look and go back to March when COVID started, Elective surgeries, elective procedures were totally shut down. I think patients were a little reluctant to come out of this shell and go to providers. I think it was April or May, I was talking to the COO of one of the largest trauma centers in the country, and he made a comment to me. He was down in the ER on a Friday afternoon, and there were five patients there. And, you know, I scratch my head, Susan, and that is really hard for me to comprehend. You know, five patients in a level one trauma center. But I think that's kind of what we saw. You know, I think just to be very clear, I think everybody is feeling some crunch related to COVID. My name is Keith Shaw. I am Senior Vice President for Strategy and Growth. Keith works in multiple areas of the consulting practice at Optum, primarily with provider organizations and health plans on their strategic initiatives. How do you stabilize? How do you get to financial stability in this chaos? How can you very quickly pivot your organization to try to maximize some of the possibilities that may exist? So, so we talk a lot about organizational agility in that regard and how a health system can very quickly move to alignment as to what new market opportunities will exist out there. Tom Kalopoulos is helping organizations think through what that future will look like. I call myself a futurist, which sounds a little uh, arrogant given our inability to predict the future over the course of the last 12 months, I guess. Tom works with a consulting firm, the Delphi Group. Much of his time is spent trying to understand business, consumer, and economic trends. He's written about some of them in his new book, Reimagining Healthcare. This year has taught us several things. One is how incredibly ill-prepared we were for this pandemic. Number two is how incredibly dedicated uh, healthcare workers are and how the feelings in the healthcare system are not because of them, but because of systemic problems that don't allow us to deal with these levels of uncertainty. And number three, that uncertainty is here to stay. Uh, I think this is the new normal. John says there won't be a quick fix. Providers should look not only at surviving the pandemic, but also at how they'll thrive beyond it. 
One imperative for all hospitals and health systems, whether large or small, is to continue to drive down costs and achieve efficiencies. So when we're talking to clients of the scale and magnitude, I think one of the things we're talking to them about is you really do have to think about not only this short-term next six to 12 months in terms of how the pandemic works out, but you really have to take an eye towards what's the next seven, five years. You pick the time frame. I think folks have to take a real honest look about their own operations and where they're going to steer their company. I think it's really apparent that the larger organizations have to figure out a way to make sure they're operating in the most effective way possible first. And I think that's going to create some challenges because they're going to have to think outside the proverbial box. How do they smartly go about redoing their operations? That's a question that also applies to smaller and more rural hospitals, many of which now face existential threats to their survival. Tom says... There is a plethora of community and rural hospitals that will be devastated by the financial impact of COVID, that don't have the resources, that were already running on very slim margins to begin with. And my concern is that we will end up with quite literally deserts of health care in the U.S. because of the inability of these rural and community hospitals to deal with the financial implications of COVID. That's a serious long-term systemic shift in health care that we simply can't afford as a nation. John says many of these smaller hospitals will face a stark choice. And do we really, really have a chance to do this as a standalone organization, even though that's something that we really would like to do first and foremost? And once one does that, then I think, what are our options? They've got to go through an honest look. What's it going to take for us to stand alone for the next three to five to seven years? And is that something that is a limp-along standalone, or does that have a potential of being a bright growth picture? Because if it doesn't, then I think it's how do we find the right partner that will enable us to do the core fundamental things that we want as an organization that are in our mission to take care of the patients in the best light? So how do we go out and find the right partner? We talked to several of them are that they're in a predicament. They don't know what to do. They're really trying to keep this sole independent point of view, but very, very difficult today in terms of making the numbers work. Tom, John, and Keith all agree that providers should be focused primarily on their patient care mission. But far too often, they're pulled in different directions that distract them from the core, delivering the best care possible in the most cost-effective ways. They are attempting to not just provide quality health care, which is fundamentally their mission, but they've also been doing everything else, from running their cafeterias to their laundry services to the valet services to the billing to patient management. All these things that don't necessarily improve my quality of care, but someone has to do. And one of the things that I point out in the book is that hospitals should not be in the business of the business of healthcare. They should be in the business of caring for the patient. John says providers need to ask themselves these questions. Do they have to run everything? What does a partnership look like different today than it might have looked three years ago? Can they partner with other organizations that may be able to do things that they can't because of scale, because of technology, and because of experience? So those are the kind of things that we talk about, I think, with the larger and mid-sized clients, Susan, because to me, they're the ones at the end of the day 
that are really going to be in a position to move the needle and attack the total cost of care, which is something that we all have to keep in front of us because I don't think there's any way, shape or form in the next 10 years that reimbursement's going up. I think we're going to have to figure out how to do better with less. I think the leading edge organizations, you'd see the following attributes. I think they're taking an honest look at their operation first and foremost and asking a question, are we structured and are we using the capability partnerships and talent that's in the marketplace to help us run the organization that we're responsible for better? How do we smart source, not outsource? Keith agrees that smart sourcing is the goal. You know, that term is funny. Smart sourcing to me is the representation of having a um, more holistic partner for health systems that hasn't historically been the case. You know, when when health systems are looking to kind of uh, efficiently manage their business, they will send out whole pockets of work to different vendors. What smart sourcing represents is a little bit more of a longer term partnership with a singular organization that has at its fingertips a whole range of solutions and possibilities of which then from that chassis a lot of co-creation can work and evolve that is very specific to a marketplace that's very specific to the health system and the community that they serve. For his part, Tom points out that the opportunities to smart source many capabilities are only growing. Part of what I see happening is the evolution of a whole ecosystem now of partners for providers. When I say providers, I mean healthcare providers. Partners that can do this for them and can do it so much better. They can run their cyber operation, their information technology, their billing systems, their revenue systems, their patient management systems, their scheduling systems, and allow the hospital then focus on its core mission, which is the care of the patient. If we don't make that shift, I think across all hospitals, then we are going to see an increasing casualty rate among these smaller institutions that simply cannot afford to, uh, to do it all. However, a lot of hospitals are just frightened to do that. They're frightened because they run on such slim margins that they feel they can't afford the risk. And, and my comment to them is the risk is much greater if you stand still and do nothing uh, than if you move forward in this direction of, of partnering. I think that is the only viable solution long term maintaining quality community health care. Keith says companies like Optum can assist health systems in figuring out the best ways to smart source. We, we've come from uh, a point where, uh, as an industry, it's been part of a health care administrator's role or senior staff's role um, to cobble together a lot of these solutions. What had been lacking is some real assistance from a partnership standpoint or an architecture standpoint to, to snap all those pieces together. And while Optum has a great array of, uh, and a growing array of organizations at its fingertips, the real value in, in, in my estimation is really separates uh, Optum from maybe some other conversations is how do all those pieces work together um, in a meaningful, purposeful way that's very specific to the local needs of the particular health system or partner that we may work with. Keith and John say that health systems also have to adapt to changes in the actual form and delivery of health care. One example is the movement of care outside of conventional inpatient settings to other locations. But I think we're going to see a very, very different um, ambulatory landscape 
more care from a physician practice, medical malls, multi-practice, multi-diagnostic centers will be first in hopefully much of an individual's contact with the healthcare system. I think you're going to see a system that um, has taken advantage of partnerships as we started our conversation about. And finally, says Keith, if health systems don't adapt to these new care models, there are plenty of other organizations, such as retail chains and tech companies, already stepping in to do so. With more and more innovative organizations coming into the healthcare marketplace, where do health systems sit with that? And are they being wise with where they're spending their time or are they fixated on the more traditional sets of care only then to be eroded in their own market and experience some leakage to some of these newer, more innovative organizations that are truly trying to give patients a little bit more of what they're either asking for or what the data is telling that we're seeing consumers may desire. So the message is clear. The pandemic has re-exposed existing problems in the healthcare system, but it's also propelled forward changes that have been building for some time. And as uncertain as the future is, one thing's for sure, health system operations will look far different from the past. Care is moving in new directions to meeting patients where they are, whether through new care sites, telehealth, or other digital platforms. But the core mission, caring for patients in the best ways possible, remains the same. That's all for this episode of Until It's Fixed, a podcast from Optum. I'm Susan Denser. Thanks for listening. <laughs>